So welcome once again to another Big Brain Media podcast. We're joined here today by Nathan, aka Bluestack, and myself, Joel from Oz. How are you doing, Nathan? Yeah, I'm good. Yourself? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. That's good. Now, um, we're talking about the Apple Spring event that's just happened recently and uh, a few of the talking points in that that I uh, I found very interesting, starting with um, the first and kind of the weirdest announcement from the, for them to lead on was the iPhone in purple. Yeah, no, I, um, I must admit I don't, I don't actually mind the color, but um, it feels weird that it was just, just such a random yeah. drop. They're sort of like, <laughs> hey, to start things off, this amazing thing. And it's got like a full production video for it and stuff. And it's just like, iPhone, now in purple. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I guess that's cool. I mean, you could have just added that as a footnote, <laughs> to yeah. be honest. That's right. But that's right. Or, ju- or just made it randomly show up on the website, an extra color. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would have gotten people talking and uh, it's not that big a point, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But speaking of like the big video for the iPhone in purple, um, the one that sort of made my jaw drop a little bit was the uh, the, the next thing we'll get to in a sec is the AirTag announcement video. The Like the dude crawling into the couch. Did you see all that? Oh, yes, yes. It's I like did. a three-minute bit. Yeah, yeah is like movie quality production of this yeah. guy climbing through caves and stuff. Yeah. I'm just like, wow. That was, that was super <laughs> really well done. upped the quality of like their production value here. Yeah. It's through the roof. I'm like, oh, my God, Apple. Obviously, well, the they're thing, sitting around their offices bored at the moment. <laughs> well, well, I mean, it's probably like, you know, now they've got the Apple TV, you know, production stuff going for all their movies and stuff. They're like, oh, we got all this gear now. Let's... Uh, Let's do it all, all proper by all our producers and stuff, editors. I mean, why not? It uh, definitely Actually, makes people talk I quite about like it. The idea of that too, like they're just sitting around. They're like, "Hey, we got ties with like industrial light and magic and stuff now." Like the the VFX guys. Hmm. Um, should we just like palm this bit off to them? I reckon they can do it really well, and they do like the whale under the water and stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Like, oh yeah, no, I love it. I reckon it's, it's just like. <laughs> It, they just do such a, a good job of keeping it realistic too. Like it's not like, – I mean, obviously the going through the couch thing wasn't realistic. But even just the effects, yeah. you know, the transitions going between the people talking. Uh, like – Yeah. Oh, the, when going, the Zooming through about, real life objects. Um, <laughs> the iPad and he walks through out onto the boat to – he's like, yes. oh, so you get great reception out in this bay. I'm like – Oh, that transition was smooth. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. And even like I think where one thing flew flew through the grass up to Tim Cook, and there was like a bee hovering in the in the grass oh, and stuff yeah, like that. Past the bee. I, yeah. I, I vividly remember that as someone yeah. who's allergic to bees and petrified <laughs> of them. <laughs> They're like, oh, let's just zoom in on this. I mean, I'm like triggering. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, um, yes. But to get to what is the highlight for me personally, because it's the thing I am definitely going to buy, uh, the AirTags, finally here, rumoured in 2019 and sort of semi yeah, sort no, of like included within the software and stuff. And, yeah, finally announced. Yeah, yeah no, I know. Super exciting. I um, definitely be getting some, that's for sure. Yep. 
Um, but I've, 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 a... I've heard a few rumours already that the, I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, some of the competitors are getting a bit <laughs> grumpy with Apple about it. Wait, what? You know, Tile. Oh yes, yes. I've yeah. heard about this. They're like yeah, about <laughs> the end. They you know went to the anti-competitive. Uh, oh, today they had, oh, apparently they did a big spill to some court thing about it today. I or yesterday or yesterday, something like that. Yeah. See, um, but here's the thing: they can't really complain about not being able to compete because Apple, well, they've basically released a tile that works on like the Apple stuff. But yeah. Tile does have access to the same Apple stuff. Like this yes. isn't Apple releasing something that no one else can do. This is Apple releasing their own product that does something that everyone else can do. Yeah. Well, I, th- I, think, I, think the, I think the the big thing was, um, I looked a bit more into it because I think it's very, you know, the way the media puts it is very superficial. Yeah. Um, you don't get the the proper content. But my understanding is it really stems from the fact that Tile um, want to use their own app. They don't want to use Apple's Find yes. My app because that that's very um, – like I, what's the word? It's very, you know, Apple-specific, and Tile was an Android-based product and an iPhone-based product. Yep. So, I have, I've seen this too because yeah. Tiles will communicate amongst themselves within their app type thing. So if you find yep. – I think it's it's a case of if you find someone else's Tile, it will register with the app and be able to locate, like show that person location. Yeah, Whereas, and, and it, can, it can work a similar way as well, like where if I've just say I've just got the tile app and I'm in a vicinity of one of your tiles, it, I, yep. I, it can use my phone automatically to try and find your tile um, yep. without any input from, from me. So I may not even know that it's happening. So similar to what will happen with the Apple device one, but yep. it uses Bluetooth only rather than um, or whatever the new one is. I can't think of what it's called, the Apple one. Um, where it's oh, what's it called? Are you talking was, to locate it? Yeah, to to locate it. You it's know, it's uh, a U one chip, which is yeah, that's um, right. I think it's ultra wideband or something. UWB. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but because um, I also read if Tile releases a product that uses FindMy stuff, it's actually tied to the FindMy stuff. It can't be a dual purpose. Product. Oh, okay. Like I didn't it can't read that use bit. their own app and find my. It's either or. Yeah. So and I think this is where they where they're coming down to it because they're actually preventing them from compete, like preventing um, them from using their own uh, product outside of an Apple ecosystem. Yep. Um, yep. Which is not which I, I so I get I get it and I and the thing is also with their using their own app, um, Tile also have a subscription model as well. I mean, there's a there is free, but <laughs> I've there's. Seen that. Yeah, so so if they went just purely using Find My, then obviously they can lose all these abilities. So I, I understand where they're coming from. I think really what should happen is that it should be I can make a device that can utilize both the U1 and just general Bluetooth, so it'll work both with um, uh, Android devices and iPhone. Uh, that way, you think about it. If you could make it use both, you actually got your percentage of finding the device is even higher because yeah, but you know, my, all the Android users. My sort users. of point from before, and keep in mind, this is I haven't done my homework here. I'm only yeah. going by what other people have said. But yeah. it seems like you can't really make that dual device. There's, there's yeah. something about the way they do it 
and I don't know details. Yeah, it, it seems yeah. like because a have lot to be of like people two were saying, one. "Well, why don't they just get to work with both?" And there's other people going, "They can't." Yeah, yeah. Um, so it just sounds like a a technical limitation that's been imposed by Apple, which would explain why they want to make anti-consumer claims. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. And because the thing is that, um, what would be great is if Apple could make it so that third parties can utilize the find my network without having to use the find my app specifically without and being tied to it yeah, yeah. without having tied to it yeah um which hey it's possible it could come but i mean it's, it's it's new right and ultimately um from what i read apple apple i think towards the end of last year or early this year actually went to the these tag developers um uh, including tile and yep. basically presented them, telling them what they can do and how they can do it. Then Apple obviously got to a point a couple of weeks ago where they unlocked Find My and they announced that, that yep. it was open for others. And then others already, you know, I think was it Falcon and some others released one or something like that. Um, uh, and then so they did that before they even released this. So they actually gave a head start to their competitors. They yeah. didn't, it wasn't like yeah. something that they just brought out the blue, start off with their product, give other people time to join in. It was like, no, nope, we'll make something that you guys can do first and then we'll join in. So, yeah. Yeah. like, I think that, and I think that's good of them to, to have done that. They didn't have to. Yeah. Um, it's, so, it but Tile didn't do it. Tile didn't make one. So, that's who's, so whose well, problem is that? Again, I've, I've seen a bit of a rumor that Tile does have an, like an Apple Find My compatible Tile game released in the near future. Yes, but they haven't wow. done it before Apple released that. So that's the thing is they yeah. could have done it, but yeah. they didn't. They didn't do it in the time frame before Apple released their own. Whereas there's, I think there was three other companies that have already made one, um, yep. and they released it when Apple opened up Find My a couple of weeks ago. So I mean, hmm. that's on tile. Like if they didn't yeah. release a yeah. product before Apple did, Pretty that's well. not Apple's fault. <laughs> Apple gave them. I, Apple gave them time. So <laughs> I think it's another one of these cases of you know there's a company that's sort of super specific within their lane and they're upset because they've got more competition. So they're going to try and use the law to bend that competition like in their (laughs) favour. Another one of these, you know, oh, I don't like how they're doing it. It's better than what we're doing it. Make them worse. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, ah, okay. Definitely. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, that's right. That's that one. That's that one. Yep. New uh, new chip in the Apple TV. It's uh, the what was it? A12 chip. They're up to now. Uh, I think. Yeah, I can't actually remember what it was off the top of my it's head. Actually, it's the same as what's in the iPhone 12s, and uh, supports yes. AirPlay HDR 60 FPS. So that means if you record HDR 60 FPS on your uh, your iPhone, you can now AirPlay it to your uh, your Apple TV. So yes, it now supports great. all that. Yep. Which yep. um, I thought was pretty cool because one of the things that's kind of lacking at the moment is like the ability to get that video from your phone to a device that can play it in HDR. I mean, not a lot of computers like PCs yeah. support HDR. Yeah. TVs do. Yeah. But how do you get it on the telly? Yeah. Now it away. Yeah, that's right. And I, I must admit, like I record in 4K on my um, iPhone a lot. 
and yep. Yep. I've definitely noticed when trying to play to I've got I've got the previous Apple TV 4K and I've yep. I've noted, definitely noticed that I get jitter and it's just not smooth it's just like it definitely appears smoother when I do in 1080p um yep. so yeah I'm More looking forward struggling. to it. <laughs> yeah it is it definitely is and I mean obviously it depends on your wireless networks too but yeah yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, for sure, I'm really excited about it. and and the Siri remote um, too. I'm yes. actually pretty interested in, and I'll, I'll be definitely be getting one of them. I reckon for my current. So current that was Apple actually, um, believe it or not, that's one of the biggest selling points I've had for the Apple TV. Mm. So one of my problems with the previous uh, Apple TVs is I'm pretty sure you told me you can control your whole TV setup from the Apple TV. That's correct. Using HDMI control? Correct, yes. Yep. Yeah. But from memory, the old remote was a little bit, um, what would you call it, Apple-y? Yeah. <laughs> like it, a, it was there's, less there's of a, a few TV different TV ones. And more of their sort of, it's like they gamified it a little bit. And I'm like, why? Yeah, it had the touchpad on the top, which, yeah. which was good, but it wasn't very like, uh, I don't know if user-friendly is the word. Like for someone who doesn't understand sort of, how gestures work a lot um, yeah. it yeah. probably wouldn't be that easy to pick up and like one thing that irritated me so much about it is a power button I'm like it's so hard to put well it's not it's so hard to remember how to put an Apple TV to sleep <laughs> like and I'm yeah. like why it's so hard it's just like you know, whereas and now that, it sounds like they've just put a power button. There's just there. a power button. Just press the power button. Um, I mean, I must admit, I usually I don't really use the Apple TV remote at the moment. I use my TV remote to control my Apple TV because I just find it easier. Yep. Um, but with this here, like I, I can control everything with the Apple TV remote at the moment. Um, yep. Although my current one is broken, but this this new one will be brilliant. You know, just the ability to mute and. Um, yeah, full volume control and everything. And I mean, all I ever use my TV for is Apple TV and occasionally yeah. my PlayStation. That's it. Um, I don't yeah. use any of the other features of the TV. Um, and yeah, you can control your sound bar and everything um, all from yeah. this. There's what, so I'm really excited about this one. Um, I'm not sure if I use the Siri feature. I know a lot of people that do use Siri with Apple TV, but I, I'm still not sold on that. I find that sometimes it's... I don't know. When you just, say Siri, just explain this to me as someone who doesn't have an Apple TV or have not really used one. Yeah. Um. So what's the Siri feature on the Apple TV actually for? Like the same as on your phone, set timers, read messages? Uh, no, well, I, I, my understanding is you can get it to, um, like you can say, hey, Siri, you know, play Star Trek on Netflix. Oh. And it will do all that for you, um, which, which I can understand because, I mean, thinking about it is when you go to like Netflix or whatever, regardless of if you use Apple TV or um, PlayStation or whatever you want to use, smart TV built in, you have to, you know, type one letter at a time. Yeah, that's actually something I was going to ask is whether it has like series dictation. Yeah, so it does. Yes, it does. Um, oh, fantastic. But, but see, what the, whilst I do understand how that, that can be good, one thing I do find with anything, not just Siri, but, you know, Google Assistant, all of them, is that they don't always understand what you say, even if you say it dead, cl dead clear on, because that is, they are really an American product. Yeah. And I, was, I was actually going to say, if I say it in a uh, really bad Louisiana accent, 
Yeah. It seems to understand me better than just speaking plain old Australian. <laughs> like, English. Hey, Siri, no, I can't. I'm not going to do it. No, you're going to try. <laughs> I was going to try and do an <laughs> accent, try. but. Um, <laughs> you're like, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the one thing I do love, which is more relevant for me, which I still use, I already use, is that if you go to prefit, like if you go to type in something in Netflix, um, yep. if whatever devices you have that are connected to the same Apple account, they automatically come up on your, like a little thing pops up on my phone and says, uh, do you want to type on your Apple TV? You oh, just tap on it and I can type on my cool. phone and it automatically puts it in. And that already exists and that's when I use that all the time. I find that so much easier. <laughs> Yeah, at, I can type at the so risk quickly. of turning this into just me learning about Apple TVs to the point where I buy one. Yeah, um, do it. Can you, when your uh, messages and that come to your phone, do they pop up, pop up on the TV and stuff? Um, like text messages and stuff. Yeah. No, they won't show up on your TV. <laughs> no, it, no, so, so nothing like that comes across the TV. It's more just that that notification to yeah. like, do you want to type will pop up. Uh, and I mean, if you use HomeKit and stuff, uh, you can get the HomeKit notifications to come up. Yeah, it actually um, got me thinking because um, I've got that non-HomeKit uh, security system. Oh, yeah. And I remember yep. that when they made uh, HomeKit 2.0 or whatever it was, like the more recent one, mm-hmm. and they talked about like when someone rings your doorbell, you can actually have it instantly live, live feed to your Apple TV. Yeah. Which is a cool yeah. feature. You can be sitting yeah. there wherever in your house in your lounge room watching TV and next thing you know, ding dong, and it comes up and you see your mother-in-law and then you turn down the TV and you sit there in silence. And turn all, and turn all, goes away. And then you turn all your smart lights off. Like you go, you say, hey, hey Siri, code red. All your lights turn off. Everything goes dark. All your shutters go down. Yeah, all the shutters. Your mother-in-law is just like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> Oh, Siri apparently heard me say cold red. My, my watch just went off, but anyway. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> um, um, but, uh, but the, yeah, no. The I, other I, thing with the Apple TV they covered, which is really cool, is the color adjustment. How cool. Yes, yes. Using your phone to actually communicate to the Apple TV to, to adjust things so the color <laughs> on your TV looks a bit better. And mind you, I'd be interested to see what the range is on it. Because you're not actually changing the color on the TV itself, only the input. Yeah. So be interesting to see how well it works yes. on a TV that's not really well set up, you know? Yeah. And I, like, I, my understanding is it will be always um, like it basically would just follow whatever your phone's colors change to. That'd be my understanding. I don't know if that's right or not. I, 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 was, I was struggling what do you to. Mean, phone color. Like, all, you know, all the true tone stuff and all that as well. Yeah. I assume it uses it uses this, that it, from technology. Because I actually rewatched the um, the announcement before before we start here. The um, the true tone sensor and the ambient light sensor are actually used as well as the camera when you hold it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it gets a good feel of the the warmth of the color and all that sort of stuff on yeah. the screen. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, must again, admit, I, I am. I am curious. I, I actually think if it works, if it works well, I reckon it'd be great. Um, yeah, I'm just. It's, I'm one of those things. I probably need to see it to, to believe that it can really 
do a lot, yep. especially with actually both. adjusting I'm any on in the actual TV I'm stuff. Like, it sounds great, sounds yeah. impossible. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess we'll say. I mean, I, I'm I'm intending to probably I'll probably end up getting one in the next twelve months or so. Um, I'm not going to rush because I've already got a 4K, but I'll need a second one for yeah. my second TV eventually. But um, yeah, definitely be interesting to see how it goes. <laughs> That's for sure. Yep, fair enough. Yeah. The next thing, new iMac. Yeah. I I I like him. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I I I well I definitely think that it obviously is a uh, a move forward. Uh, the old design's yeah. been around since I think 2007 or 2008, somewhere there, and it has changed very slightly, but not much. It's been pretty much kept the same overall design, especially from the front. Um, yeah. Yep. Obviously processing wise and everything like that you know M1 it's great I was hoping that the iMacs might have pack a bit more of a punch um, than the MacBook like the base MacBook straight off the bat but that's probably a bit much to ask and I mean we've got to keep in mind they're only replacing the 21.5 they're not actually replacing the 27th with this yet yes one of the things that uh, a lot of people were saying because there's a lot of disappointment out there Mm. people were expecting a powerhouse Mm. But a lot of people reminding them that this is like the home, you know, your mum uses it sort of iMac. Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is for that, it's way overpowered. Like you're talking browser and Facebook and that sort of stuff. This isn't like a power station for using for like massive editing projects and stuff like that. Well, even so, this is still, still as powerful as the MacBook Pros. So, so yeah, they are it, designed. They actually are really good for doing video editing and all that stuff. That's they kind are of still, what I'm saying is this yeah. thing is made for, you know, browsing Facebook, but it can do like three or no, it was four streams of 4K editing at a time. Mm. Like this thing's still and really it's still more efficient and more powerful than the current i9 MacBook Pros. Like the i9, the i9 MacBook Pros, they, when they did bench testing against the M1s, um, they yep. uh, in a couple of areas they just tweaked over the M1s. But they, it was so close. And you think about that, like the i9s are meant to be, you know, the bee's knees. And yep. for an M1, yep. an ARM-based M1, to come that close to an i9, it's kind of like, that's nuts. So obviously these are really powerful machines. It's just, yeah. Yeah. you know, can you ever have too much power? <laughs> I, just, I still think that, so the rumor that you heard a little while back about um, – them what was it a 16 core or something like a yeah. m1x, M1X. Chip yeah they were talking about yeah i believe we'll see that in the larger laptops and also like an imac pro or something along those lines get yeah. released yeah well, surprise they, they, me in the least they'll definitely release a 27 inch imac they they'll be silly not to because they're big sellers so um i dare say the 27 inch models will be their pro lineup uh, essentially yeah, yeah. Um, and say so, yeah alongside the, the 16 inch uh, real interesting MacBooks. thing to see like um, benchmarks come from that yeah yeah but I mean overall I, I think it's good um, the the one well, there's probably two things that I design wise I'm a little bit um, disappointed in yeah. um, first thing is I'm not a big fan of the white bezel I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, no one is. No, I was actually going to mention it myself. I'm like, who made that decision? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, okay. If you give if you give an option, I understand. But 
to just make it a white bezel. I I, I feel I don't know. The I don't know if you remember the old white MacBooks years ago. I mean, they were cool at the time, but they were cool not then, not really. now. I only ever saw one. <laughs> yeah, no, they were, they were like plastic, and yeah. they used to have a, have a cracking <laughs> and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. But it's, um, you know, white was cool then. <laughs> White's not cool yeah. now. Um, it Dark, you know, people tend to go for darker colors now, and I, I could get with Apple mm. probably trying to get a bit more vibrancy back in things, and that's fine, but I think to take – the option, especially the fact they don't even offer a uh, like you know the gunmetal grey, dark grey variant of the iMac, especially after that only just came in like not even that long ago, only a couple of years ago, you know, with the MacBook Pros, yep. um, to to not offer the iMac in that, I think like because that they are they are really like nice businessy looking devices that when they've got that nice sort of darker metal. Um, yeah, I'm a bit disappointed in that too. Because really, if I was going to buy one um, for work straight out, I'd go silver. Because <laughs> yeah, the other ones are just not. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're just too. I agree. They, ho- they look too, a little like, bit. Um, what's the well, word like, for it? I don't know the word, but the it's kind of like they are designed. Yeah, like you said, for home use. It's kind of like oh yeah, like let's set up this like play corner. Yeah, and uh, you know, let's do that's, stuff on it. That's what I was saying, like a toy. Basically. Yeah, like yeah, but the the thing is, it looks aesthetically pleasing. Um, but the problem is, you'll never see the back of your iMac because realistically, you're always going to have the back of it to the wall. You're not going to set it out on the bench in the middle of the kitchen. Yeah. Um, that's actually I mean, something I, that surprised me a little bit. Um, like Apple's obviously made this decision for whatever reason to have mm. no branding on the front. And yeah. I, like, I expected like a little Apple logo. If they're gonna have this massive bezel underneath, which yeah. looks like I get people think it looks ugly. I'm maybe just a little too used to that in PCs, yeah. so it doesn't worry me in the slightest. But I'm like, there's all this space. Put a little Apple logo. Yeah, use it. You know. Yeah, that, that, that's right. I, I would say if if you're gonna have the bezel, put the Apple logo there. Do it. Yeah. Um, don't not have it because now it just looks odd. <laughs> And, and um, personally, again, like I'm not a designer. Maybe mm. someone at Apple is a lot smarter than me saying this is a stupid idea. But so I put the Apple logo, and you know, on the um, MacBook Pros, it lit up. Yeah, that's what I do as well. Yeah, make, it, make something it so cool that like when, that. When you start it up and shut it down, the logo lights up for you know ten seconds. You know, just yeah. to give you this little like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. You can make it like so when you get like notifications or something, it does a little flash or. Oh, that's cool. Something like, yeah. That's a good idea. Have it so yeah. it's got an RGB LED in it and you yeah. can flash it. That's right. What, but, uh, they're not, notifications they are. used to just do white, white light, but they, they could do RGB now because, well, even if they just do the color variations that they have, you know, like that they use yeah. the, uh, for the IMAX. But the, the one thing I think they should have done, like I, I and you know what, it's it possible they may do this for the higher end one. Um, they should have where the, where the actual system is in that bar down the bottom. Yep. I would have preferred the device to be a bit thicker and it to be in a, in I've, a screen without that, right? Because realistically, that, yeah. well, I mean, while yeah, from the side it looks great, but I'm like, does it really matter from the side? You're always going to be looking at it from the front. <laughs> like like I watched um you know Marquis Brownlee. Um, yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. I've, I've seen it, the same video. Yeah, yeah. So this is like I look at my screen like that. I don't care. They could be five inches thick. It does not. I, 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 I must admit, I do prefer. I, I do notice the thickness, and I do prefer thinner. So I, 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 I do disagree with him on that as well. But at the same time, I get what he's saying. Um, yeah. Like yeah. especially if if you know if the edge around the edges if it was thinner, um, if it was thicker in the middle, like around where the stand is, you wouldn't notice from there, yeah. right? Um, what I, what I think is it should have been either a little bit thicker and somewhere else in the screen, or that my thought was like, why not use the stand? Like the stand doesn't come off. The stand is part of the device. Um, I don't know if you've seen them, but. Um, bigger, like you know, NUC sort of PC style things um, have. So there's some computers you can buy that have a computer built into the yeah, stand. Not really. <laughs> um, I think HP and Acer okay. and they, they do that. Now there's there's I'm gonna, I must admit they're not overly appealing visually, but because of the way that Apple have built this and how small they can make it purely because of the way it's built, yep. they could quite yep. easily fit it in. To like if they made it square rather than long, like they did, um, they could quite easily fit it into the stand and make the stand just a little bit thicker. I mean, they, they only had to make the stand the same thickness yep. as the yep. thing, and and really from the front you wouldn't notice it, and from the side it wouldn't even be that big a deal. You barely even tell. Um, mm. It's kind of like I don't know. I, I mean, there's obviously reasons they've done it the way they've done it, uh, and I mean, even the other thing I did think about is you know they've got the speakers in there the that special speaker setup they've got yep but they all push the audio down through the bottom of the screen yeah straight down why not why not if you've got that real estate on the yep. front why not use it and make the speakers come out the front like you don't have you can, you can make it almost invisible yeah you can make it near invisible to, to the eye but why not like do something there and make it i feel like yeah i just feel like it's too bare i, I think you know even like you said just the apple logo would make it just a little bit better yeah. <laughs> you know, if I ever got, if I got one, I'd probably go and get the Apple sticker. You know, you get the Apple stickers and boxes and stuff when you get iPhones and all that. You just get the Apple oh, sticker yeah. and stick it there. <laughs> you put the sticker on the front. The complete. There. Uh, I'm yeah, good now. Good <laughs> <laughs> Actually, hey, yeah, there could be yeah. a market for that. Maybe we should start making Apple stickers and sell them on eBay. So you say yeah. just you know mm. Apple sticker for the just, front of your iMac. <laughs> That's it. Just put on the iMac <laughs> Apple sticker. People yeah. will buy it. <laughs> we'll start. We'll start making them in the colours that you buy the iMacs in, and then you know, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Business proposition you know for you. Chicken dinner. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, moving forward. Next yep. one is because um, they also now have the M1 in the iPad what Pro. What's that? Sorry? Pro. Pro. Oh, oh the M1. Is it? Yes. Yep. The uh, M1 in the iPad Pro, apparently. Bro. <laughs> Um, yeah. And that brings it just a step closer to my dream of them getting rid of the MacBook Air and replacing it with the iPad Pro with a, um, yeah. a magic stand or whatever they call it with the keyboard. That magic keyboard. In. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, I've, I've got, I've got the, I've got an iPad Pro, the first of the edge to edge design. Yeah. I can't remember what model it is um, and I'm using the magic keyboard at the moment and I love it I think it's brilliant um, yeah. I'm a little skeptical about the release of M1 with iPad at the moment I feel like it's premature I don't feel like the, the iPad is there yet 
um, I think it's still got software-wise, it's still got a lot of maturity to gain before. Are you talking iPad OS? Like you're talking that's not mature enough, or the hardware itself isn't? At the moment, the software, so iPad OS, is not mature enough. Yeah. To 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 actually utilize the M1. That's, because, that's I mean, actually exactly yeah, how like I They, see they, they could well. probably, you know, obviously oh. there'll be benefits to apps and all that sort of stuff um, using M1. But like it's probably I don't think it's super no, gonna be super noticeable yet, because they still gotta do things to iPad that they haven't they should have done ages ago, like the app drawer, right? On iPhone, I was fourteen, you have that the app drawer. Yep. App library, they call it. Um, so you can, you know, you hide, basically get rid of all your apps on your screen except the ones you want there, and then use the app, app library for everything else. That on an iPad, on a like a business workflow sort of iPad, um, if you're using it for business purposes, that would be amazing because you can, yeah. like, yeah. you know, you don't get all this stupid clutter of all these apps. You need them, on, you want them on your iPad, but you don't use them all the time. That's kind of like, oh, why are you there? You know, you just got this mess of pages, and um, I think it's only a matter of time. I, I do, I, I do oh. agree. But see, this is this is my point, uh, and same with widgets. Actually, widgets you can't even put widgets everywhere. But, um, but my point is that that should have like come before the M1. <laughs> like, I, I mean, not saying that they, you know, can't do it afterwards, but I feel like that, you know. Fix the bigger problems before you fix something that's probably not necessary because the the processor in the latest iPads is pretty pretty beefy and they pretty do like a really good job as they are. Um, I don't yeah. think yeah. you're gonna like. There's obviously a performance increase, but like the only people that are gonna notice it right now is gonna be like the absolute like performance suckers, you know people that are constantly doing video editing on them and yeah. all that. They're the only people going to notice right now because I don't feel the iPad OS is, is actually optimized for the such fast processing of bits and pieces yet. Um, yep. So I, I personally see this them laying a good foundation now Yeah. to put that software out later. So you could buy a, um, you know, one or two year old M1 iPad pro and the, you know, at that point, a couple of years after them, maybe the software has actually matured to the point where that is good enough. And even though the M3 might be out by then, yeah, they, uh, you know, it's you've already got that sort of foundation there to use the modern software. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I, I, I guess I do get it, but yeah, I don't know. I do see both sides of the coin. Um, see, like the one thing that. I have no doubt in my mind that this will happen, is now that M1 will be in the iPad, people who jailbreak will figure out how to try and port Mac OS across. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's the same yeah, process. Go for it. So, See, again, I'm a big, big uh, believer in the iPad Pro should essentially clip onto that little magic stand and be Mac OS and yeah. full functionality because yeah. why shouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I like the way because they're obviously making apps cross compatible now, um, and all that. Uh, there's the lines blurring, and even without um, the M1 in the current iPads, the lines are starting to blur. A uh, blur, um, but 
eventually i think even mac so i, I reckon there'll be a bit more of a hybridy between ipad and mac so like mac os will eventually sort of evolve to be more i don't know appy i don't know if that's the word sort of like tablety style and then i think that ipad will be evolved to be a bit more macy style and there'll be like a nice hybrid in between um that's what i think will happen i don't yep. i don't yep. just, i don't think mac os will ever make its way onto an ipad uh, like by apple's yeah blessing um or yeah but i do think because i think uh, i think that ios is really where their future is heading so that's why i've seen mac os sort of moving more that way um don't know if mac os would ever go anywhere but i still see it moving more to be, become more like its little siblings um but i just i don't know i yeah i yeah. like i said i think the m1 would m1 ipad would excite me more if they had done the software problems like they fixed them first because i just I mean, at the moment I, I must admit i've thought about upgrading and seriously about upgrading to the m1 ipad and more so because then you know i can hand mine down to tash because she's got the first gen ipad pro or second gen ipad pro the last of the ones with the home button um so like it's probably not nice time for her to upgrade yep. me to yep. upgrade um but that would be the only reason because of you know in terms of like timing and i'm like would it would the m1 ipad benefit me right now mm, you no. know what i'd do if i were you if you are considering getting the m1 ipad yeah um wait until is it july they do ww like the worldwide developer conference yeah. which obviously will only be videos but yeah um see what they're doing with mac os with ipad os I'm actually super curious to see if they really push some of the features in that, if they have that hardware there. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if they don't, well, then they just wasted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess I just – I guess it's probably more – obviously it's a personal thing and, you know, there's no doubt it's great what they've done and – you know, especially the cam. Oh, like one. I must admit, one thing that actually did sell me on that iPad was that 120 degree front camera. Mm-hmm. Did you see that bit where the camera, can, bring camera that follows up a you? Bit. Yeah, like just the fact that you can be doing, you know, a FaceTime call or whatever, and you can move around, like you know, can be doing a Center class stage. even. Yeah, and just for the fact that it can that- follow you and zoom in on you automatically and all this sort of stuff, I'm like, that's actually a really cool feature. They um, actually have implemented that so freaking – and even like the idea of the feature they've done really well yeah. because I've seen – and this is something that annoys me is in security cameras they have this like auto zoom feature that can follow yeah. around the crim and, you know, zoom in on their face. All it does is crop the image down to them and it looks terrible because – you're, yeah. you're losing all your peripherals. So if someone throws a brick through your window off screen and the camera is like, look at this cat, look at that cat, you know, it's a worthless feature. Yeah. The iPad yeah. center stage feature, they're like, you know, you could use it best like for, like you said, a um, FaceTime call to your family if you're doing something and it'll follow you around and it does it in these nice smooth flowing motions and that looks really professional and cool. Yeah. I was, I was actually a little bit sold on that. And, and also, 
Yeah, yeah, me too. But it also is like I find sometimes when you're doing FaceTime calls that you struggle to get everyone in the FaceTime call. You know what I mean? Like you, like sometimes people uh, are right on the edge. Yeah. You're sitting next to each other. The fact is that, you know, if you sit there, if I'm talking, it will be focused on me. And then if the person next to me starts talking, it will, it will move and focus on them. It will automatically yeah. rotate. Yeah. So it actually means that you've actually got to, you know, if you've got people sitting down and stuff, it will actually, yeah, be able to um, – fit them into the call better so um yeah i, I really like that so i uh, not that i would use it all the time but it would come in handy for sure um so i'm still i'm still 50 50 i mean there's yeah, possibility i may upgrade feature to have, really yeah there's, there, and there's possibility i may upgrade to it um but it's just yeah i don't know i'm not not like oh i'm gonna definitely get this tomorrow you know the second well, the second it gets released i'm gonna jump on it i'll be like oh i might wait for a couple of weeks and see how people you know think it's performing and then if any, any cool stuff shows up so i'll be waiting for that software see what they're doing with it yeah well i mean regardless if i upgrade mm-hmm. or not I'll, i still should be eligible for that because my, my ipad's still within apple's software assurance um yeah, is it five years that they? I think it's five years before they stop. They drop software is releases for your device. current iPad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so regardless, if they if I keep my yep. current iPad or even if I upgrade, um, if they do anything with iOS 15, I'll I'll get it on the new iPad on the iPad I've got anyway. So. Yep. More what I'm thinking is if they bring in additional features that leverage the M1's power. That's oh, yeah. what I'd be looking for. Yeah, true. If they're up on stage and they go, oh, now for the new M1 iPads, we can do this because it's, you know, able to do it. You're like, sold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we have now deployed Mac OS. So if you go in there and go software update, it will now upgrade you to Mac OS. <laughs> <laughs> and it's me just like sweating. <laughs> <laughs> or with Manic Dual Boot. You can either boot into iPad yeah. OS or yep. Mac OS. <laughs> I've always said that their mobile devices have been my weak spot, like Apple's mobile devices. If they combine like their laptops, which are pricey but decent, with the iPad, which is amazing, be like, oh no. Yeah, um, yeah. I was thinking about when you were asking me about doing this podcast. That I remember years ago, like when we first met, you were like, Apple, ugh, ugh, yuck, Apple. <laughs> and now yeah. you're like, ooh, iPhone, I still ooh, iPad. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I. They again, their mobile devices always great. Like as and when I say mobile, I mean if you can pick it up and move it. Yeah, that device is probably pretty damn good. They put a lot of thought into them. But when it comes to their desktop devices, they've always been a bit um, premium price, lackluster product. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing. So they never don't been sold to a, a desktop machine at all, like in the Windows. Uh, for gaming yeah, when and stuff, it comes especially. to functionality and yeah because the pc you can use it for anything and they're also pretty powerful mm. um, imac you could use it for fuck all <laughs> and they're also really powerful you know it's yeah. just like um okay but you've got all this power yeah. i can't use yeah, unless yeah. i'm like editing video or whatnot um but the new iMacs, they're sort of changing the game there a little bit. They're making them more in line with the quality of their mobile devices by using their own hardware and yeah. focusing on user experience a little bit. So, good yeah. No, I think I think it's all exciting. Um, definitely think that Apple are heading in the right direction. Um, I think the, the move away from Intel has been a, a big part of it. Um, 
uh, yeah, I think they're really opening the door, even for other companies, to start to think about this, you know, the ARM-based processes more and uh, what they could mean for things in the future. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, Microsoft's one of those companies that have started getting on that bandwagon. They've released one now that's ARM-based, so, um, and it's meant to have, like, full-fledged Windows 10. Yep. Um, so it's, yeah, it's exciting. It brings the cost down to devices too because um, it's a lot cheaper to make. Especially if yeah. now they're making yeah. them in house too. So, but yes, anyway, all exciting. That's it. All right, at that we want to call it a close. We covered just about everything in the in the announcements yep. and all that sort of stuff. So, thank you very much for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. That's all good. And uh, yeah, we'll speak to you next time. You can be found on Twitch. Your uh, was it Blistech? Yes, that's or is it Blistech? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, just you used to be Blizzard Gaming back in the day, didn't you? I did, but I decided to be a person instead of a like a group. <laughs> so Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and, yeah, thanks for potting with me. I shall catch you next time.